Around Thanksgiving, my boys got some deer meat from a friend of ours and had it in the refrigerator. And when my wife and I went away for a couple of days for Thanksgiving, they had thawed out one of the pieces of, of deer meat in order to make their own steaks, but they forgot about it on the second or third shelf of the refrigerator. And when we came back, they had tried to clean out the refrigerator, but they literally just took the meat that had turned brown because they left it in the refrigerator too long and threw it in the trash can. And when we came home, that meat made the entire house stink to high heaven. It was horrible. And we couldn't find where the source was because it was now in the bottom of the trash bag in the bottom of the can. And the bag wasn't full, but there was enough on top of it to hide what was in there. I believe there are a lot of people, leaders and just teammates, who have the same problem with their attitude. Some people call it stinking thinking, but I think there may be more behind it than that. Welcome to Leading Leaders Podcast. Five-minute videos, five days a week. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. And I can tell you that the many times that I've had conversations with people that are questionable, I think is probably the best way to put it, that their, their story is it's, it's a little off. It doesn't sound like what you would expect out of a person that's that polished, that, that, that well put together, that educated. They start to tell their story and you realize in their story, there are some, some flaws or some misgivings or some misunderstandings, some, some ways that they think about themselves that cause the story to come across as disingenuous. People who have accomplished a lot, but they talk about themselves in a way that you feel like, well, this person doesn't see what everybody else sees. And in some senses, you might think, well, that's a false humility. They're really not as humble as they pretend to be. But in some senses, you think, well, maybe they really do think that low of themselves, even though everyone else sees all of the accomplishments, the financial successes, the degrees, the, the influences that they've had or that they have even now. And everybody looks at them and says, wow, I, I wish I had what you had. Then you hear the story that says, well, but it's not all that. I think there's a fine balance for that. And honestly, I think it's a fine balance that even people who have great success struggle with. There's something in us that, that causes us to question whether or not we deserve or have truly earned the success that we have. Uh, the houses, the cars, the material possessions, the relationships, the notoriety, the influence, the impact, whatever it is that we measure our own success by, most people that I know, unless they're truly arrogant, prideful people at heart, most people that I know sit back from time to time and they ask themselves, what have I done to deserve all this? Where did I go right? What, what chance or luck happened in my life to put me here? And the result of that often is what we would call the imposter syndrome. People who've achieved or they've succeeded or they've reached a place that other people envy and yet they look at themselves and go, I, I don't really deserve this. This is, this is really better than who I am. This is really more than I deserve. Now, the truth is, that's when a bad attitude starts to set in. It's not the only time that a bad attitude starts to set in, believe me, but it is an attitude that is really hard to cope with because 
Many people don't see the attitude as the problem that you're dealing with. Many people see the outer success and they think you're really being fake humble or falsely humble and you really have a grand design on even more success. You really are greedy. You really want more than you already have. They find it hard to believe that you're in a place where you're saying, I, I don't believe that I have what I have. That level of humility is a hard balance to strike. The ability to say, I'm grateful and I'm thankful for everything that I've accomplished. And I know that there's still room to grow. I know that I could still do more. I could accomplish more. I could help more people. I could generate more revenue to give away. I could, I could build a better empire or leave a longer lasting legacy. And while all those things are true, I'm still humbled by where I am. And I'm still blown away that I've had the opportunity to be and to do and to have what I've been what I've done and what I have. And that balance is a very delicate balance. But the story that you tell yourself when you look in the mirror, when nobody else is around to hear it, that's the story that will reveal the attitude that really drives the intentions of your heart. That's the story. Now, you've heard me say, if you've watched Leading Leaders podcast for any length of time, I spent a large portion of my life hating me. I believed that the mistakes I made in my past were not possible to be overcome, that the person that I was, that the person that I'd been was unlovable, that I was fat and unlovable and nobody wanted me. And I lived my life sabotaging every relationship I'd ever been in because that's the story that I told myself. And it created a rotten attitude in a lot of relationships, unredeemable attitude in a lot of relationships. There was a lot of anger. There was a lot of frustration. There was a lot of disbelief. When somebody would say, I think you've got it all going on. I, I think you're a sharp guy. I think you're a nice guy. I think you're a smart guy. I think you're an acceptable to look at guy. I, I couldn't believe any of it, which always made me just a little bit suspicious about what their actual motives were. There's no way that I can know what I know about me and they can believe that, that I'm better than that. It took almost 10 years for my wife to convince me that she actually saw something worth keeping in me. And that first 10 years was hell for both of us. Me because I was still addicted and her because she was dealing not only with an addict, but with someone who had such a horrible self-image and a horrible internal story. Even though I was making good money, even though I had a good job, even though I was doing all the things that I was supposed to be doing in the world's eyes as a good husband, father, provider. But in my own household, I wasn't the man that I was supposed to be. In my own life, I wasn't the man I was supposed to be. And that lack of congruity between who I was supposed to be and who everybody thought I was, that created some barriers in myself. Now, maybe you're not, maybe you're not ready to admit that the story that you tell yourself when you're all alone and it's just you in your mirror is different than the story you tell everybody else in a job interview, in a, in a podcast interview, in a sales presentation. Uh, on your own media, uh, that the story that you tell you is different than the story you tell everybody else. If you're not yet willing to admit that, then integrity is the first thing you got to work on. And that's hard work. And that, that's ugly. It's really ugly. But it's absolutely necessary. Especially as a leader or an influencer, you've got to reach the point where the story that you tell you and the story you tell the rest of the world are the same story. And if the story that you tell you and the story that you tell the rest of the world is still challenging, but authentic, 
then at least you know you've got room to grow and you've got a place to grow and a direction to grow. But if you can't be authentic and you can't be genuine about it and you can't be transparent about it, then the story you tell you will drive you and the story you tell everybody else will be a facade. As Carl Jung says, as one of my mentors, Christian Simpson says, as long as you don't address the unconscious, the subconscious mind, it will take over your life and you'll just call it fate. But you've got to actually make the unconscious conscious in order to deal with it. The story that you're telling yourself, if you've never verbalized it out loud, if you've never written it down in your journal and ask yourself how much of this is actually true, then the chances are you haven't actually made the unconscious conscious to deal with it. Get a coach. Get somebody who can ask you those tough questions in private, who will protect your privacy, who will protect your transparency, who will protect your authenticity, and allow you to say, okay, this is what I really think about me. And trust me, if your attitude stinks, if you find yourself in, in violent outbursts or loud, explosive, verbal tirades, if you have a hard time just suppressing your own frustrations or dealing with people all together and you just want to go hide in a closet, if your attitude stinks, it's probably your story that's rotten. I'm going to say that one more time. If your attitude stinks, it's probably your story that's rotten, like that three-day-old piece of meat that got thrown in the bottom of the trash can and nobody knew it was there. If your attitude stinks, it's probably your story that's rotten. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.